0: Hey everybody. Welcome to She Brews. I'm your host, Steffi Noble's Beans, aka Mama Beans, asking you the question. Hey, what's brewing in your life? My podcast is one that shares life stories, encourages, inspires you to be the best version of yourself. And hey, you can even have a cup of coffee while I share. Guess what, y'all? I have a confession. <laughs> And my confession is this, I love leadership. It's my passion. It's my second win. And I love helping people who want to be better leaders in whatever vocation they have been called to lead. Matter of fact, my master's is in leadership. I just published my new book, Born to Be a Boss, yet I am giving myself a happy clap because I tell you, this Born to Be a Boss, brown skin girls lead too. I tell you, I have been truly blessed by this book because I asked some amazing women who I consider to be some awesome leaders. They are college students, educators, judges, philanthropists. Vice presidents, business owners, mothers, grandmothers. Simply put, they were born to be a boss. For the next several weeks off and on, I'll be reading from my book about leadership, giving you some snippets about my life as a leader over the last 35 to 40 years. The ins and outs, some hurts and pains. And I want my listening audience to know that as a woman of color, we do lead differently. And guess what? It's okay. I tell people that we are an asset, not a threat. I feel that when everyone is welcomed to the table, it is so much better. The new phrase many people are using is belonging and flourishing. And I want to belong and I want to flourish. I've been to some tables and when I left, I said to myself, hey, I don't belong here, and I knew that I wasn't going to flourish. So I did myself a favor. I invited myself and rejected the next invitation with grace. Because you know what I'm finding out? Y'all, I'm 69. I don't have time to waste. I will be 69 this year. And you know what? Time is the most valuable commodity of human time of humankind, so why waste your time? I only want to sit at the table where I know my gifts and talents of leadership will be appreciated and not deappreciated. Life is too short. I want to go where I know, where I know that I can make a difference. So with that said, I'm going to read a little bit from my new book. Born to be a boss, brown-skinned girls lead to. It's entitled, The Story Behind the Story. Has anyone ever told you that you could do something or that you could not do something? Well, let me share my story with you. I was in high school and I was an exciting day because it was career day. I was excited because I had made up my mind that I wanted to be a doctor. Matter of fact, I wanted to be a surgeon. I had good grades, especially in the sciences. My parents had instilled in me that education was important. My father only had an eighth grade education and my mother had some college education, but did not graduate. They told me that I was smart and that I could do and be anything I set my mind to. I sat down in the chair in front of this. Lady, as she looked over my career sheet, and you know what? She looked up at me, and girls, she had the nerve to roll them blue eyes. What do you want to do with your life? Well, I was not going to let her attitude spoil my day, because I knew exactly what I wanted to do. I'd like to be a surgeon, I said with confidence. She leaned forward as if she wanted me to repeat myself, and so I gladly obliged her by repeating myself, I said I'd like to be a surgeon. I want you to remember words are powerful and then can be so painful. With my career sheet in her hand, she simply sent an assassin's bullet into my heart with these words. I do not think that it is a good career choice for you. I looked at her as if to say, you talking to me? She picked up on my body language. She repeated, I do not think this is a good career choice for you. I said, oh, so what do you think is a good career choice for me? Her words left me speechless. I think that you would be a good maid. If I can remember, I think that room stood still. And I got up from the chair and walked as if I was in a London fog, y'all. Tears streaming down my cheeks, I began to say to myself, I know that I can be a doctor. You see, my parents had instilled in me early as a child that I was a leader and that I could do and be anything I set my mind to. However, those words coming from someone who did not look like me, talk like me, left an imprint in my mind that made me feel completely stupid. I knew something was wrong Her words were wrong. I did not know that this was a microaggression in its worst form spoken to me. I was born and raised in the South. I had heard stories about how white folks can treat you. I had never been exposed to it firsthand because my parents tried their best to shield me from it. There I was walking down the hall in disbelief. My biology teacher, Mr. Purify stepped out into the hallway and with his deep, stern voice said, Nobles, what's wrong with you? I looked up and simply said, That white lady said I did not make a good choice. She said I'd be a good maid. The look on this man's face even got my attention, y'all. He was over six feet tall and he was a man well-respected in our all-black school. He grabbed me by the hand, We went down to the room and we stepped into that room as if we were ready to kick some butt. He walked right up to the table where Miss Blue Eyes was sitting. Mr. Purified did not say, excuse me, pardon me. He went in with all barrels loaded. Did you tell my student that her best choice was a maid? She looked at him and before she could even answer, he repeated himself again. I said, did you tell my student that her best choice was a maid? She did not have a chance to open that mouth of hers because her body language responded well. Get your stuff and get out of our school. She looked at him as if he had slapped her across the face. Well, I, get your stuff and get out of our school. You are not coming to this school and tell our children that the only choice that they have is to be a maid. Mr. Purify was furious I watched this woman gather her belongings as fast as she could. And as she walked down the hallway, there were students and teachers looking as she hurried out the school doors. Someone said, I bet she won't be back. As we walked down to the classroom, Mr. Purify looked at me and said, Nobles, do not let anyone tell you that you cannot be whatever you want to be. Do you hear me, young lady? Yes, Mr. Purify was my response. And even though he had spoken those powerful words, hmm, the thought was still in my head. You'd make a good maid. I share my story with you because I truly do believe that you can do and be whatever you want to be as brown skinned girls. In the chapters to come, I will share with you what I've learned regarding leadership. I do know one thing for sure you were born to be a boss. Brown-skinned girls lead to. I also want you to know the word girl, it's not to be meant as offensive to women that who are in this book, who are older and much seasoned than younger women. You see, I'm from the South. And when we say girl, it is meant as a word to compliment, to empower, to encourage, and to uplift. I used to hear my mama say, hey, girlfriend, you look good. Hey, girl, you know I love you. So as you read or as I share with you throughout this book, I want you to know that the girl that I speak about is a special word. One with a special meaning to say, girl, you were meant to be a boss. Hey, I hope you enjoyed listening and I'll be sharing some more off and on. And if you're interested in purchasing my book, just go to my website, www.onholygrounds.com. I'll keep you posted. I'm preparing to do my book launching in the month of March because March is Women's Month. I've also invited several women to come and share their books as as well, because you know, I love celebrating and collaborating as well as empowering other women. Until next time, this is Steffi Noble's Beans from She Brews. Hey, what's brewing in your life? Peace.